Content in this podcast is not legal, financial, or investment advice. So the future that we're building for is one in which uh, is one in which the four billion plus internet users are taking custody of more of their data. They're they're the custodians of the cookies they're omitting uh, as they navigate the internet. And this is not going to happen overnight. Uh, the, 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 the cookie and, and digital ad infrastructure is not all of a sudden going to switch to an entirely decentralized model overnight. But we're incredibly bullish, as is a lot of the Web3 community, um, that the, the primitive of the internet is going to shift into one in which people uh, are taking increased control of their digital identity and the cookies they omit. Um, and what that basically looks like is 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 your wallet serves um, as a pretty good indication of of what your affinities are um, and how you navigate how you navigate the web. The NFTs you own, the the tokens that you own, give some semblance um, of the games you like to play, how you like to shop, the clubs that you're um, a, a member of, the events you've been to. Um, how you borrow and perhaps even lend financial resources. Um, and we at Plex think that data that sits with the custodians of that data being the user paired with some off-chain data, AKA traditional cookies, um, is a really powerful way to build audiences and understand what people are into in the future of the internet. Lauren, that was a really good conversation with Noah. I I just think they're on the cusp of something really great as a company, but also super important for brands as we move to this next phase, which I think is going to be a lot more serious, uh, a lot more strategic, a lot more critical about budget and ROI. And Plex is going to enable a lot of brands to, you know, have have real data both in their planning and their their post campaign analysis. Yeah, and I love how the parallels to familiar tools that we've thought through already as marketers and as brand strategists feel, and then on up, obviously, as we're thinking about budgets and how to get new innovation programs off the ground and reach customers in a new way. And this tool just kind of opens the door to so many more strategic ways to do that. And I think also gives people confidence that this isn't just the shiny object, it's actually part of the larger roadmap and that there's a future to building these audiences now. And that was the other really great thing to hear from this conversation, two points that kind of ring home for me were how digital wallets are becoming kind of the status symbol or your way of expressing affinity towards certain brands or even how you kind of even express your identity given the tokens and digital assets you collect in your wallet. And then obviously as a result of that, kind of the importance of being able to connect the dots of who are these consumers? Do they have an affinity for my brand? Can I get into this space? How have other people done it? Those are all questions you can answer with Plex. And so super interesting, exciting and powerful conversation. So yeah, excited to share. Indeed. All right, well, let's get to it. Hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Metaverse Matters from Pebble Ventures. I'm here as always with my colleague, Lauren Fenema. And we're really happy to have with us today, Noah Pompen, who is one of the co-founders of a very interesting new company called Plex Labs. And Plex is doing some amazing stuff in the space. It's really 
pushing where the space needs to go in terms of understanding all the different data aspects and who's using NFTs and buying NFTs. So Noah, welcome. Thanks so much for having me, Mike uh, and Lauren. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. So we had a chance to work together at your prior role, but I think it's really helpful for our audience to understand your background, how you got into the Web3 space, and, and then obviously we'll talk about Plex Labs and you know where you guys are going with that. So maybe just fill us in a little bit about your background and its connection to, to Web3 and crypto. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I come from the brand side. Um, I, right out of school, uh, started at Red Bull, where I managed partnership strategy. So was hired to work with co-sponsors of teams and athletes to pr produce content and distribute that content, um, which put me in front of a lot, lot of Red Bull's large platform partners, all the big, big tech companies from Facebook, um, Oculus, um, Spotify, Netflix, uh, YouTube, et cetera. Um, I was really thrown into the Web3 space in late 2020 um, when some uh, layer one blockchains and NFT studios came to Red Bull to license IP, particularly Clips, um, to build out uh, a product that was uh, conceptualized to be similar to Top Shot, um, but in the action sports space. Uh, at the time, Red Bull was really not comfortable giving up rights um to a, a a very nascent uh a very nascent company um but when tezos signed a sponsorship deal with red bull racing the brand uh took the emergence of, of various web3 technologies much more seriously and um i was essentially made the uh head of web3 exploration and um web3 execution within red bull attended every conference met every every player in the space from layer one and layer two blockchains to NFT studios um, to pretty much every relevant dApp in the, in the uh, at least in the collectibles and NFT space, um, ended up leaving to join a company called Bitsky full-time where I headed up brand partnerships um, and worked with a number of rights holders from uh, brands to sports teams, to entertainment companies, to really execute uh, NFT drops during during the uh, NFT craze of uh, late 2020, early 2021, um, really spanning all the way into, into this year. So have a ton of experience working with non-crypto natives, uh, explaining them really the merits and, and um, upside to investing in a Web3 strategy and helping them uh, really take baby, baby steps into executing their preliminary um, on-chain activity, whether those are social tokens or NFTs for uh, community building, loyalty programs, product redemption, um, or uh, at least in the early days, uh, collectibles. Fantastic. So then you made the jump over to Plex Labs. What, what, what are you guys looking to do? Yeah, so Plex uh, really started as a conversation um, with my co-founding team at a crypto conference uh, early this year around the need for a low-code or even no-code solution to extract data, particularly around retention, engagement, and ultimately justifying ROI on uh, brands that have expenditures in, in the Web3 space. So um, as mentioned, I came, came from Red Bull where um, there were, were huge allocations to digital campaigns. Um, with that came a really robust planning process 
and a subsequent study of, of uh, engagement, reach, CPM um, of these campaigns, um, which is common across all digital and performance-based marketing. Um, we were not seeing this in Web3, really the, the only uh, metrics that were distilled out of these campaigns came from uh, very, very high level data points like floor price or volume of transactions. Um, but there was really no simple uh, and easy to navigate no code dashboard to view who's engaging with these projects, what else they're interested in, have the ability to, to segment these users, re-engage them and extract very, very um, uh, primitive data points on, um, on how these campaigns were performing. So started as a conversation at, at a crypto conference with, with my co-founding team and really hacking together a, a very basic solution that did not require the user to have any SQL experience to, to build, out, um, build out dashboards to justify um, these, these spends, which um, the technical ability to do so for some of the other tools out there is just, is just not, um, is not uh, conducive to helping marketers ex extract the data they, they need from these programs. That's great. And maybe if you can just dive a little bit, you know, full transparency here, we're part of the Plex Labs private beta program. We're very excited to do that. Uh, the tool is phenomenal in terms of just really understanding who's purchasing these NFTs, where they come from, how you can aggregate data, the various ways you can segment and in, in kind of the next level layer of marketing programs that we're going to be doing with NFTs. But help us walk us through a brand, you know, what's the value for them in terms of, you know, the feedback you are getting from some of the early use cases that, that you're experiencing. Yeah. So the, the feedback has been immensely positive um, through this, this pilot program uh, we've launched prior to releasing a public product. We uh, were being incredibly meticulous about ensuring we have some semblance of product market fit uh, one before raising any any sort of outside capital, um, and two before releasing a, a product to the public. We want to make sure the the tool we've built uh, provides value to our customers. Um, our our early pilot users, such as yourselves, have have been incredibly hands on in providing feedback, um, and ultimately helping us decide the 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 data that we want to make. Uh, make part of the, the default dashboards that um, that are displayed within the Plex plat platform once segmenting an audience, um, and then ultimately what to do with that data. Um, we envision a lot of the brands that we're working with and the agencies we're working with to take a same uh, data-driven approach to their Web3 campaigns as they do with their traditional marketing campaigns. So. Uh, we're being incredibly hands-on in, in ensuring that we're providing the, the correct data back, back to our early to our early uh, users, such, such as Pebble Ventures. Um, yeah. But so far, feedback's been um, it's 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 been uh, constructive, but uh, but our our users have been uh, adamant that this this tool is helping them make better business decisions, uh, product decisions, and ultimately providing better value to to their customers. Yeah, it's been super exciting one, just interfacing with this kind of tool. And if we can just hop into it for a second and let's say I am a brand and I launched an NFT and let's say I even dropped it for free. So, and I have 
people out there who have claimed this NFT, if I'm using Plex, like what can I do next? Or what's the future? Two things actually, what can I do today? And then what's maybe even just a hint if you can share what the future could look like? Because you've said so many juicy things like segmenting and retargeting and re-engaging and those are all top of mind. Um, where are we today and where could we go in the future with Plex? So the future that we're building for is one in which uh, is one in which the four billion plus internet users are taking custody of more of their data. They're they're the custodians of the cookies they're omitting uh, as they navigate the internet. And this is not going to happen overnight. Uh, the 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 cookie and and digital ad infrastructure is not all of a sudden gonna switch to an entirely decentralized model overnight. But we're incredibly bullish as is a lot of the Web3 community um, that the, the primitive of the internet is going to shift into one in which people uh, are taking increased control of their digital identity and the cookies they omit. Um, and what that basically looks like is, is, is your wallet serves um, as a pretty good indication of of what your affinities are um, and how you navigate how you navigate the web, the NFTs you own, the the tokens that you own, give some semblance um, of the games you like to play, how you like to shop, the clubs that you're um, a, a member of, the events you've been to, um, how you borrow and perhaps even lend financial resources, um, and we at Plex think that data that sits with the custodians of that data being the user paired with some off-chain data, AKA traditional cookies, um, is a really powerful way to build audiences and understand what people are into in the future of the internet. Um, perhaps this utopian vision of Web3 where uh, cookies don't exist at all owned by central parties that are, that are then reselling those cookies to then deliver ads. Um, may come to fruition. Again, we don't think that's going to happen overnight. So we're building for sort of a, a hybrid model where uh, the cookies you omit as you scroll through TikTok or read articles on Wall Street Journal or Bloomberg, paired with some of some of these on-chain attributes, mainly the tokens that you own um, and the the dApps that you're engaging with, paint a pretty good story as to to what you're into. And we expect that uh, that 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 um, vision for the future to only increase as um, really more valuable Web3 dApps come to market and become part of our daily internet usage. Um, what to do with that data is, 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 is the question. We're not building Plex to be, to, to be an ad marketplace to spam, um, to spam <laughs> future internet users. Um, though we do want Plex to be a tool to discover audiences, manage these audiences, and ultimately engage them through a variety of on and off-chain metrics um, or, or uh, methods, I should say. Um, uh, and um, what that looks like is continuing to take shape, but there are a few interesting on-chain models to reach these audience, like XMTP messaging, native wallet-to-wallet -wallet messaging, uh, airdrop, and then traditional social contact and uh, content delivery mechanisms that exist today. Yeah, I just wanted to highlight one thing you said, which it sounds like, and I agree, that what is in your digital wallet is basically a representation of who you are. So self-expression or just status even of 
what you find valuable, the brands that you like, the things you want to invest in, and the communities you're tapped into are all like showcased as as um, as NFTs basically in your wallet or other things you interact with. Uh, I think that point alone is really exciting to think about. And I think a ton of people in our audience are curious about that being kind of the first step into Web3 is understanding who these consumers are and how they're showing status through their digital wallets. So basically you're saying Plex helps them tune into what these audiences are based on the things that are in their digital wallets and how we can segment and target audiences based on those attributes at a high level. Uh, absolutely, that's, that's the goal for the platform um, to better understand audiences, how they navigate the blockchain, enrich that data with some off-chain attributes um, to build a more robust profile on, on who these wallets really belong to and what else they're interested in, um, and then have mechanisms to actually engage and incentivize these audiences to perform certain actions or engage with, um, with certain protocols. Super cool. Mike? Yeah, no, one of the things I thought was really interesting as we first started to dive into it was this idea of who owns the NFTs already, who's kind of newbies, who's doing this. Can you talk a little bit about the ways that we're going to be engaging? You mentioned some of them just a few minutes ago, but maybe talk a little bit about airdrops as we've talked about before and how maybe they're losing some of their effectiveness versus some of these other new ways. I, I want to give the brands that are listening today some insights into kind of parallels to what they're doing um, in the real world, so to speak, today that will be coming down the line in this new world, you know, leveraging this new data. Absolutely. So uh, Airdrop uh, is and really was and remains an effective way to deliver content um, or digital assets to Web3 users in an entirely decentralized fashion, meaning you're not relying on, on any sort of interme uh, intermediary infrastructure to deliver that, that content mm -hmm. um, to the user. Um, when NFTs were in their sort of nascency and people did not have a massive volume of assets in their wallet, uh, it was easier to be informed and uh, and really anticipate airdrops. Um, today, uh, people, including myself, have so many assets in their wallet that most of these airdrops just end up in a hidden folder, um, and you don't even you don't even really know you've received it unless you've been notified. So, uh, really, the most effective way to execute an airdrop is to market that this asset is incoming uh, for holders of certain NFTs. So, if you've performed a certain set of actions or hold certain so certain NFTs or even fungible tokens in your wallet, you may be eligible for this incoming delivery of some sort of store of value or access or redeemable for some sort of product. Um, but we found it's most effective when, um, when the person or organization executing that airdrop first informs uh, first informs the audience that they're going to be receiving something so they know to really check their wallet. Um, uh, airdrops candidly have become a bit spammy where, where people are receiving tokens with, without any sort of uh, heads up or it's just a flyer for something that may not be particularly relevant. Um, we don't anticipate airdrop to be the best 
uh, on-chain method to, to reach audiences, but to date, it's definitely the most widely adopted. Sure. Where are you focusing in any particular segments, whether it's finance or retail or entertainment, anywhere in particular, or are you trying to cover the entire market just based on the level of activity that's out there today? So we're building Plex in the future to be a tool to reach audiences across all use cases on chain. So that includes DeFi, play to earn gaming, uh, NFT collection. Uh, there's a multitude of dApps that are building across different areas. In, in our early days, uh, we found a particular product market fit with, within the NFT community, mainly, mainly brands that have executed drops and maybe their business planning cycle is upcoming for, for, for the next, next fiscal year and they want more budget to continue experimenting or executing, executing certain campaigns um, in the Web3 space. They now need to justify to the decision makers within these organizations why, you know, why that budget is justified and they need to show data on the performance of the campaign from last year. So... Brands with a Web3 strategy have really been our core users and the agencies um, which are helping brands execute um, on, on um, this strategy. Um, we've also found uh, a semblance of product market fit with play to earn gaming studios. Mm. So these companies are, are building games where uh, the players of these games own various assets, whether they're characters, skins, or other gaming assets. Um, they own these in the form of NFTs that sit in their wallet. Um, these gaming studios are, are really using Plex as a CRM to track how their users or how the wallets that, um, that designate users that are, that are engaging with these games, um, how they're purchasing assets, what else they own, um, and the other, even the other games that they're participating in, because we showed the other NFTs owned by the segment. Um, that's been our early earliest core user, um, but we anticipate in the future to be used by DeFi protocols, by um, by various other DApps across the Web three ecosystem. Perfect, great. That lit up a question for me. So, like, it sounds sounds like just to put this in a brand perspective again, if I launched um, an NFT to like my most loyal customers, but then let's say I also launched six months from now, something in a game where you can buy my apparel in a play to earn game using Plex, I could evaluate both of those scenarios and understand kind of who those different audiences are. So which of my audience is just excited in this kind of access to my brand through limited drops of NFTs versus like who's in gaming, who's excited to play to earn and have my brand be a part of that experience too. So that's something you could help us understand with, with Plex and the data you're collecting. Absolutely. So, so the use case for Plex um, is, is pretty plastic um, on behalf of how brands and, and their agencies um, are going about navigating the platform. Um, sometimes Plex is used as a, as a planning tool. So if I'm a brand looking to execute my first drop, I could seamlessly without, again, without any code and without much time, um, understand what some of my uh, competitors have done, um, how, those, how those campaigns have performed. So uh, we measure collection, various collection uh, attributes such as 
number of transactions, total revenue generated by primary and secondary sales, the number of wallets that own these assets. Um, and you could basically build segments that consist of multiple collections. So for example, Budweiser has executed a number of branded campaigns um, from their Budverse Heritage initial launch. They did a Bud Light um, branded uh, drop, and then they did a, a music NFT in partnership with, with several different artists. Um, for example, on Plex, we've built a segment of every single Budweiser branded NFT. It breaks down the performance of, of each one of those collections individually, and then shows a master list of all of the owners across each one of those segments. If I'm a competitive uh, CPG company or even a, a liquor company, I think that would be really helpful for my planning process. Um, or if I'm Budweiser and I'm looking to execute additional uh, drops in the future and have budget allocated with, with Plex, you could, you could immediately start capturing various data points and, and articulate um, articulate the success of these campaigns back to, to, to decision makers within the company um, and have a list of like tens of thousands of consumers that have an affinity not only for Budweiser, but also for Web3 and are active within Web3. And through our platform, there's a way to re-engage these audiences um, via, via social contact as we map to Twitters and Discords. Um, through airdrop and then uh, soon to the platform will be native wallet to wallet messaging. So the use case is really, it spans across planning, research, um, building lookalike audiences, and then uh, really quantifying success on these campaigns. Yeah, that's such a good, when we first looked at it, it was crystal clear that that was going to be a huge value today to brands. It's so interesting and amazing to think we can just go in with some simple queries and pull up a ton of information about who's doing what. And it's very visual, it's easy to use, a simple dashboard. Um, and then the idea obviously that when we're actually executing campaigns, we can identify all these segments. Those seem to me to be the real near-term opportunities for Plex and, and for the brands that we're all working with. Lauren, I hope I didn't cut you off there. No, I just like a uh, quick, I get excited in these conversations. Um, Quick question, you know, I think everyone's mind as we were talking about earlier with cookies and kind of the transformation of what's happening on the web uh, and privacy at large, are there, you know, maybe someone's question would be what about privacy and how are you able to find this data? Are you, you know, like, is there, is that just inherent in the fact that um, so much of this is anonymous and decentralized or just kind of give us a little color on that for folks who are curious? Yeah, so all transactions, on most EVM compatible chains, meaning Ethereum based chains mm -hmm. um, are, are public. They exist on a public ledger on a block explorer um, and they're tied to these pseudo anonymous uh, identifiers, which are called wallets. Uh, how we're able to pull off-chain data, mainly social footprint, location-based data, um, is, is predominantly through dApps that people use. When I say dApp, that's a, a decentralized application such as, such as OpenSea. It's really the, the port into the Web3 ecosystems. Um, on OpenSea, for example, people have profiles where often they'll link various um, contact points such as Twitter or some cases Discord or email. They'll put their location. 
um, we're able to, to, to basically pull in these attributes that are tied to wallet. Similarly, when people um, quote dox themselves on their Twitter by listing an ENS name, um, those are those, in my case, noahmason.eth or .sol uh, for like Solana. Um, for example, when people have a, have a domain name tied to their wallet that's public facing, we're able to tie wallets to public, to public profiles and build more robust um, profiles on each one of these wallets. Um, but for the most part, these transactions, they're all public, they're all on a public ledger. They're just really hard to distill any meaning and organize. Uh, and that's why we built Plex to easily query, uh, easily query these block explorers build segments and and, under, and and build some sort of semblance and understanding of what this all means is uh, around people's habits on blockchain-based applications. That was great, thank you. <laughs> well, I know we're running a little bit near the end of time. So one last question is, how can brands start to think about this next level of use case, uh, this next level of data use. For brands that have dropped NFTs or are just about to drop NFTs, can you give them a little bit of insight, especially from you know your side coming from the brand about how they need to start thinking about, I don't know if you want to call it data 2.0, CRM, future of personalization, um, future of targeting. What should be on their minds as we head into the last quarter of 2022 and 2023? So while Web3 based technologies are still in their, in their nascency, um, these, as we discussed earlier, uh, earlier in our conversation, these data points uh, that sit in Web3 users' wallets in perpetuity will tell a story around their affinities, their interests, both digitally and in the real world. So. This is a, a, really, um, a really effective way for brands to maintain a one-to-one -one relationship between, between the brand and their core consumer, um, essentially not being reliant on an intermediary like Instagram or, or ByteDance or Snapchat to reach these audiences. They could execute some sort of campaign um, to issue a token which sits in these users' wallets in most cases for perpetuity and basically pinpoints these wallet addresses as, as a, a certain subset of, of Web3 users that have affinities for their brand. It's, an, it's a very, very low-lift way to build, build these relationships and ultimately start building out segments of Web3 users that will use these, these digital personas, these wallets to um, to basically navigate the internet in the future, um, to, to build that relationship early, you could once you basically have that initial token in the wallet, you could continue maintaining a relationship with them um, because they're essentially you could essentially find them forever. Um, and it's important, I think, to, to start now uh, to start building these segments of of consumers that have affinities for these brands and um, continue essentially rewarding your, your early affinity groups. Um, it's really simple to do. There's various ways to execute camp campaigns, whether it's um, 
issuing an NFT that could be redeemed for physical product or access to an event or part of a loyalty program. Um, I'm not as bullish personally on these digital collectible concepts where we're just going to release an NFT and they'll mint out for the, because it's an NFT and because it's uh, really the first foray into the space on behalf of the brand. But there are ways to drive real value um, and ultimately drive adoption and the relationship with these consumers um, in, in, a, in, a pretty, in a pretty low lift way. So um, I, think, I think the stigma around NFTs is we're really going to see that start to change. Um, and I think this is really the future of marketing is, is uh, these one-to-one -one relationships and not being reliant on buying segments of users from, from the social platforms that are packaging and reselling all of our data. Fascinating. Awesome. Thank you, uh, Noah, for joining us. Tell, tell our audience where, where they can find you. Yeah, so you could find us. Our website is uh, plexlabs.io, um, and our Twitter is plexlaboratory. Um, that's really the best place for now. Um, my personal Twitter is uh, Noah M. Pompan, um, and I'm regularly tweeting updates uh, around what we're building. And uh, if you want to get in touch, uh, feel free to, to reach out uh, over Twitter um, or find me on LinkedIn. And I uh, would love to have a conversation. Fantastic. Well, thanks again for making some time. We'll be talking quite a bit, obviously, being part of the beta program. And have a good one. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Metaverse Matters by Pebble Ventures. If you enjoyed the content, please do subscribe and rate the show. You could also connect with us on LinkedIn at pebbleventures.com or directly at mike at pebbleventures.com. If you're a brand exploring the space or you're already testing and are looking to develop next level strategies, please do reach out. We'd welcome an introductory conversation to learn more about your goals, where you are in the process, and share our thoughts about your business. Have a great day.